Welcome to The Heath Barnes Show, bringing you interviews and insights to grow your business from some of today's leading voices in the mortgage industry. The Heath Barnes Show is brought to you by your podcast team, where having your own podcast is as easy as being a guest on ours. Find out more at yourpodcast.team. Now, here's your host, Heath Barnes. Welcome to another episode of Mortgages Reimagined. My name is Heath Barnes, and I'm here today with my good friend, Mr. Steve Kyles. Steve, how are you doing today? He's the founder. Man, I'm doing I'm sorry about that, Steve. He's the founder of Loan Officer Leadership Podcast. I think it's like the most successful podcast right now in the mortgage industry, isn't it, Steve? Well, I, I, we're in the top five, so it, it's moved. I think, actually, I've got a good buddy of mine who's number one right now. So the Loan Officer Freedom, which is Carl and... Yeah. I, there's some other good ones, man. Phil Treadwell's got a great one, but there's a, uh, yeah, man, we're doing well. Good stuff. Nice. Wow. Man, I appreciate you being on the podcast today. I mean, we're, he, Steve and I are both in the same market and I, you know, we've been, I wouldn't say competing against each other. I think uh, we, we've been working together for many years to help each other become successful in the mortgage industry. And we're almost at the beginning of seeing success, maybe a little bit, right, Steve? Hey, well, I, first off, thank you, Heath, for bringing me on your podcast. I got to tell you to all of our listeners uh, and audience, man, Heath and I actually have been great friends for, man, almost probably 12, 13 years. Man, your mortgage. Yeah, uh, golly, secure mortgage, brother, in Houston. That's like, I think everybody came through that company. And that was back in 2005. But I, you, you know what's so great? Heath and I have been friends for this whole time. And yes, there's sometimes you run into each other, but it's not, you know, I tell you, the friendship is what matters more. And a couple of years ago, you joined with me and we started the collective here in Houston and saw, yep. you know, a ton of LOs and different jerseys coming together. And what we found was it was the relationship that made us stronger. I would, we would have lunch and I'd say, Heath, what are you doing, bro? You're killing it. Oh my God, you closed that many loans. Holy cow bro, your branch is killing it. And literally with other guys, we talk about iron sharpens iron. And you're one of those friends, man. You're one of those guys. Like we did our event a couple of years ago. And I remember I'm like, dude, I'm terrified to do this event in Houston. You're like, I got your back. I'll be there. I'll show up. And yeah. you're a show up friend, man. And so I just Thanks, appreciate man. the opportunity to be here and be with you, man. Yeah. Well, I, I acknowledge you about that event because you hadn't been doing a podcast for very long and you came up to me and you had this big idea and you said, I want to do this event. I want to get all these people together and I'm really scared. And what should I do? I'm like, let's do it, man. Come on. You got it. You know, sometimes you just got to put it out there and say, I'm going to do it. It doesn't seem like it can happen, but like, just put your intention out there in life and you'll be amazed at what happens often. Yeah. If you don't put the intention out there and you don't put the goal out there, you're just not going to show up. So, well, and you know, Heath, that goes back to vision. I, I think people are afraid to move forward for the fear of failure. But what I would encourage you, and I, I remember that you were literally one of the first five people I called. And then I can remember my good friend, our good friend, Greg Gale, we were putting all this together and I, you're one of the top five I called. And I just said, man, I just think we need to do something to help loan officers get better. And I wouldn't have been able to move forward had I not had the courage of friends who mm. were foolish enough to say, hey, I think you could do that. Hey, I think we can do this. Yeah. And it's like this synergy of we're better together. 
And that's what I love about this industry. It's what I love about your podcast is its intent is to help LOs get better. Whether you're closing two or four or 10 or 20 or 50 loans a month, when you're listening to resources like this, and you know, and I know that's why we designed ours, uh, the loan officer leadership was just, we wanted to be a resource for people to get better in this industry. And so it's been fun, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, today's market is talking about getting better is Ooh, it's tough if you're a loan officer out there and, you know, trying to deliver value. You know, it's, I think it's not even in the Houston market, but it's all over the United States, you know, lack of inventory and being able to, you know, provide value to the agents that you're actually doing business. Um, what are you finding out there right now, Steve, in the market? What are the ideas that, you know, we can give to the people that are listening that are going to help them win more contracts? Yeah, well, here's that's a great question. There's a couple of things I was thinking about, and I just wrote I wrote this down, and so I'll, I'll hit all three of them. I think first off, let's start with this. 2021 is a year of starting. 2020 last year was a gift that gave and gave. I don't know about you, but every loan officer who's listening who had a career last year probably saw their best year ever, and it yeah. wasn't because of the activity they did. It was because of the gift of the market. When you mm. saw rates hit lows that we had never seen historically, you could literally walk back into a Starbucks and say, hey, have you considered refinancing? And they would say, oh my gosh, you can get a two and a half on a 30. Absolutely, let's refinance. And so it was a gift. And this year, I believe this year we have to start over. And when I say start over, if you do what you did last year, you will not get the same results. And you're probably already seeing a dip in those results, which would be lead count has gone down. And then you're saying, well, maybe it's inventory. Maybe it's the market. And, and, And let me tell you this, Heath, and our audience, those are excuses. Mm. The market doesn't dictate my growth. Right. The market doesn't dictate your growth. Right. The market dictates strategy. I determine my growth. And so what we have to do is, my question is, you've got to go back to the basics. So when I'm starting over, what are the basic things we do? Well, we've got our agent qualified agent list, which is any agent that has more than eight buy side transactions in a year. And you're calling 30 of them every Monday. And what are you doing? You're setting appointments, building relationships, the three things every agent wants. Heath, guess what? They don't want you to sign that AA with them. They don't want you to pay for their Zillow leads. We did a survey through the mortgage marketing animals of over 10,000 agents. And you know what the top three were? What's that? Yeah. Clear communication. I want you to communicate with me when you got my loan. Right. I want you to close my loan on time. Yep. And I want you to have a dynamic follow-up system. Like I send you a lead, let me know that lead called me back, that you called wow. me back and that lead called you. So we teach something. This is something I actually coined a phrase. I coined TTLTTP, which is touch the lead, touch the partner. And that touch is something. That's the partner. Every time a lead comes in, every time we do a loan consultation, every time we touch a file, whether it's in processing or whether it just got a contract or whether it's searching and looking, or we call it pre-approved and looking, every time I talk to a lead, every time, Heath, not some of the time, every time your loan partner calls a lead, guess who they call? The agent. And listen, so like yesterday we had 10 leads come in. Guess what? 10 agents got called. So what are they doing on that call? So I think some people that are listening, they're like, okay, well, I'm going to call them every time I talk to the lead. And, you know, in my mind, I mean, I can, 
for someone like you and me, it's like, yeah, that's an opportunity for us to talk to someone that has more business. Like they might just be on the phone with somebody and like, Hey, I got another lead for you. Right. Yeah. Hey, well, well, listen, did you ever hear an agent say, man, your, your guys just calling me too much because remember their top three are close on time. Give me communication and follow up. Yeah. So how many agents said, dude, your guy's calling me too much. Here's what I would say. Hey, listen, he told me that if I don't call you every time I touch a lead, he's going to fire me. Throw me into voicemail. Right. I'll give you an update. You want to listen to it? Don't. But he's going to fire me if I don't. So yeah. here's the way it goes. Hey, Heath, Steve Kyle's on Heath's awesome mortgage team. Hey, listen, Heath asked me to give you a call. We literally just heard from Mr. Smith. He called just a couple of minutes ago, and I've got him scheduled for his 30-minute loan consult with Heath tomorrow at 2 p.m. Hey, let me ask you, do you have any questions for me? Fantastic. Listen, do you know anybody else that we can help just like we're helping Mr. Smith? Cool. Well, listen, can I count on you that if you run into somebody who's looking to buy, sell, or refi, you'd send them to us? Fantastic. Hey, listen, Heath wanted me to tell you, thank you. We wouldn't be doing what we're doing without you. Yeah. And I would add one other thing to that is not only call them after every time you talk to the lead, but like even if you're a loan officer and you don't have anybody on your team, or if you're a loan partner, call the agent before you call the lead. Hey, Steve, what's going on, man? I know you sent me that lead. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you sending me that lead. Is there anything I need to know about that client before we get on the call? Like what you're looking for there when you make that call is the agent might say something like, oh yeah, well, they're selling their house. Oh, great. Here's, you know, would you like me to find out, like, what are they looking to sell it for? Because they're more inclined to tell a loan officer, hey, yeah, we're selling our house. Okay, well, what do you think you're going to get for it? Or what's the least amount just so we can work for worst case scenario? So, yeah. Hey, well, listen, I love that. I I don't think you can call them too much. You know, here's what will happen. And then even if I called them before and said, hey, what do I need to know? Fantastic. I'm going to call them right now. I would even call them afterwards and say, hey, listen, everything you said was spot on. It was a great call. He, we have him booked for Heat tomorrow, our consultation, and I'll give you an update as soon as we have the loan consultation. But if your team or if you will touch the lead and then touch the partner every time, Heath, your business will grow instantly. Sure. Yeah. You know why? Because yesterday we talked to 10 partners. However many leads we get today, we'll touch another 10 and every consult we're doing after every consult, after every conversation, after every file moving forward, after every contract. So you're touching your top agents without doing extra dial time. Yeah. Like when you're out of margin or time, who, if, you, if you're closing four loans a month, you need to be making 30 agent calls on Monday. But if you're closing 20 and you're, you haven't built your team yet, you maybe don't have the margin. This is what will give you the margin without losing the lead count. Here's the second thing. How do I grow my business? Uh, Heath, the more, so, so I'm a partner at the mortgage marketing animals. We were talking about that earlier. We're a coaching company. We love it. We coach LOs to get better. One of the things that we've proven over the last 18 years of statistics, Heath, this will blow you away. How many past clients do you have in your database? You personally? Mm, I just got this list together because the podcast is new. We're sending it out. I've got uh, 6,300. Check this out. Hold on. I've Holy got almost 20,000 previous uh, uh, real estate agents, hey, 20,000 20, real estate agents. So. Holy cow. What are you doing with your 6,300? How many are you mailing every month? So 
I don't, I'm not mailing to all 6,300. We, yeah. we only mail to about uh, 150 I'm, to 200, yeah. not I, all 6,300. Hey, listen, we only have to go into that. You're, you're leaving money on the table. Listen, it was funny. My good buddy and I were talking oh, about I this. I want to know how I'm leaving money on the I, table. I'm going to get there. But listen, here's why when you said that. Uh, no, 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 listen. So based on your data, not just database, but close client list, Heath, are you getting 63 loans a month from your database, from your past client? I'm not, but I'd love to know how. Okay. So, well, it goes back to the basics of running the database, but here's what's interesting. So before I say that, if you're a listener, because this blew my mind earlier this year, my guy challenged me because I was, I've always was I don't know why, but I'm always like, dude, I'm gonna mail to like five, six hundred, never more than seven fifty a month. And so and we follow a great process. We do like a testimonial one month and then we just share our heart the next month. And then I do VIP gifts. And so it's super cool, like a, a mailing campaign. But he challenged me, my good friend Carl, and he said, How many are in your database? And I said, Carl, I've not done a great job of managing it. Listen, so he we went back and we finally pulled it all together. I have about seventeen hundred Mathematically, if you mail to them every month, you do your follow-up phone calls quarterly. So four times a year, you have a dialer, you have a VA, you have somebody on your team call in to check in, and you do your client appreciation yearly. Mathematically, through the marketing animals and 18 years of coaching, a bunch of guys, thousands and thousands of people, if you're managing your past clients, you should pull at a minimum one transaction per hundred. Wow. Per One month. per hundred. Per month with an upside of 2.7 per hundred per month. Wow. Okay. You and do so that tell math, me what brother. You're doing. So if, let's say someone, you know, they don't have 6,000. So let's say they have 3,000. Let's say they have 300 right. and they're closing three transactions a month, right? You right. can double by just managing your, your, not managing, but actively marketing to your database. So there's a couple of things I would do. I would do a monthly mailer. Got it. And so one of them has to talk to the brain that is like an engineer and one has to talk to the heart. We, You and I, in previous organizations, we heard that like as an evidence of success and then a, right. a letter of the heart. So, but every seventh of every month, the mailer goes out. Then one of the things you've got to do as well is every quarter call your mm-hmm. database. And that check-in call is super simple. Heath, you and I know this. It's yeah. the basics. Hey, man, Heath, Steve Kyle's brother, it has been too long. Uh, I just wanted to check in with you, see how you're doing, make sure the mortgage is going well, see if you have any real estate questions, man. Is there anything that I could do for you? Fantastic. Hey, bro, you know, in the future, if you've got anybody who's looking to buy, sell, or refinance, uh, send them my info. Man, I'd be honored to help people just like you. Cool. Done. You don't even have to make that call, Heath. We're right now in the process of hiring a VA to make those calls, virtual assistant. If you guys will listen to two episodes back on my podcast, I interviewed a buddy of mine. He's out of Florida, a guy named Brady Webb, Heath. He hired a VA who set 42 realtor appointments in 10 days and 75% of them showed up in a brand new market. And what we're doing is we're taking that strategy to market to my database because for me, it was anywhere from 17 to 43 more transactions per month just by marketing to my database. The other thing we're doing, hold on, let me say this last thing. And we just started it literally this week. We took every past client and we added it into a Facebook list. And in that Facebook list, you can target, add your clients and they're the only ones that can see it. And we're putting a $10 a day spend on it. And Mm -hmm. dude, for like, 
So that means the 1,700 past clients that I have now will see an ad from me and it's a video I'll rotate once they've had six impressions. So I don't want it to go more than six impressions, but this one says, hey man, thank you so much for the opportunity to help you and your family. If anything comes up about real estate or mortgage, I am here to help you. And it's literally an ad directed to my past client database. And they're the only ones that get it because Facebook allows you to add with a name, email, and phone number, targeted ads to your database and your list. Oh, wow. That's so powerful. It's huge. And so you can spend as little as 100 bucks a month. Huh? It's just going to that previous They're client. the only people that can see it because it is targeted ads to a targeted list. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you another thing that we literally just started this week as well is doing that same exact thing. I have a qualified list of 4,000 agents in Houston that do more than eight buy side transactions a year. And I have one that says, listen, I give you the competitive advantage through upfront underwriting approvals. I'd love the opportunity to help you continue to grow your business. But whether they ever click on the video or not, Heath, I'm going to keep rotating these videos over the next six months to where like I've got um, winning strategies with Steve and I did nine nine ways to capture more listings in a low inventory environment. So they're going to start seeing these ads coming directed to them and they're going to be like, dude, this guy, Steve's everywhere. My past clients are like, dude, I'm seeing Steve everywhere. And the truth is with my mailer, my caller, my Facebook ads and my yearly events, I'm going to start getting that one. Like right now I'm getting about one. My goal is to get to 2.7 per month in additional loans because we're targeting our database. So number one was realtors. Number two is your database. And number three is I think we still got low hanging fruit on the refis. I think there are more people in your database who need to refi that didn't take advantage that even though it's not the lowest, they're still there. Here's what we say. 70, 30, 70% is purchase, 30% refi. But here's the problem, Heath. When everybody's refi went to 45, 50%, they're like, oh, well, I'm 50% refi, 50% purchase. Wrong strategy. They Mm. should have kept driving their purchase business to match their refi to stay at 70, 30. You know what happened is we got lazy and we got accustomed to the gift of a refi. We stopped making the realtor calls. I stopped booking the appointments. I stopped going after brand new agent partners. And the truth is that is the basic that will absolutely get you out of your business. Now, Heath, one more thing. And I know this a lot, but when I'm talking about the basics, I hear loan officers say, man, but I don't want to make those calls. Guess what? I don't either. It's what we teach our guys in the marketing animals in our freedom club. You don't have to who it out. Find a, here's where you want to do it. We call it a triad of awesomeness. And it's really what I, Heath, what do I do? What do I, what am I really good at? Yeah. What what are you really good at? Right. So you need to make a list of what I'm really good at. And then here's what I would ask you is what do you love to do? Mm, Love that. Yeah, and then you know what the last question you ask and where all three of these intersect is all you focus on is the last. So it's what am I really good at? What yeah. do I really love to do? Right. And what makes me the most money? Yeah. And so let me give you an example, Heath. I hear somebody on the phone, like on who's listening right now, and they're saying, Man, I just can't make like I love going to the agent meetings. I can't make any more calls to get I hate those calls. Yeah. Listen, a buddy of mine, Richard Smith, has a VA service, and for I think it costs, I don't know, they're eight to ten bucks an hour. You can hire a VA, and I think it's actually less than that. And I literally have my VA starting in two weeks and all they're going to do is go down that qualified agent list because I hate making those calls and they are booking me for Zoom calls and that is it. And guess what? 
if it takes them to out of 4,000 agents, I promise you we'll find 30 or 40 that can work with us. Oh, so what sure. I did was everybody has always said, well, Steve, you got to make the call. Nope. I don't like doing it. So right. it's, I'm really good at it, but I don't like doing it. So guess what? I don't do it. I who right. it out. So what do you, so you're going to hire the VA, right? And you're going to give yep. them a script, right? Yeah, they already have it. Yep. What's the script sound like? Yeah. Hey, listen, he's Steve Kyle's uh, from Steve Kyle's office of mortgage team. Steve asked me to give you a call. Man, we've seen you're doing great business and we think we can help you in this market have a competitive advantage with your buyers. Are you open to a 15 minute Zoom call so we can show you what we're doing to help sellers take our deals more times than they are other people's? Yeah, well, what are y'all doing that's special? Closing on time, <laughs> clear communication. <laughs> Follow up. Now, listen, Heath, honestly, we do upfront underwriting as well, but it doesn't even matter what you do. The fact is, you get them on the call. Yeah. Just making the calls, you're going to get at least. Yeah. I mean, out of 100 calls, you'll get five people show up, but it yeah. doesn't matter because I'm not making the calls because the problem was, Heath, where most loan officers stop is they're like, I hate that. Well, if you hate it, I, don't do it. Who it yeah. out? Because listen, if you calculate your time and your hours, so let me ask you this, Heath, what, and you don't answer this, but like, if I were to ask Steve Kyles, what brings me the most money and helps my team and branch and everybody grow? Whatever that is, did I spend any time last week doing that? Yeah. Heath, did you spend well, any time? time? Yeah. Or, or how much? But, but really what we found is when we asked that question, most, if you were to say, hey, it's to call agents, book appointments, build relationships with the agent. And then you go back and say, hey, well, how much time did you do that? And they say, I didn't. Yeah. Wow. So you're closing eight transactions a month and you weren't intentional about outbound realtor relationship calls, right? right? And you still closed eight transactions a month. What if you could do that for two to four, six, eight hours a day or right. a week? I'm, I'm not a day, but a week. And so I think getting back to the basic is, you know, how many guys are chasing pay stubs? How many guys are chasing W2s? How many guys listening today are saying, man, I'm so overwhelmed with all the stuff. I don't really get to focus on what I'm good at what I, I really enjoy doing and what makes me the most money. And that's why you and I know coaching is so invaluable, man. You got to uh, be around other great people that are helping yeah. you break those barriers. So you're only as good as the people you surround yourself. What's the quote? I think Tim Ferriss, you're the average of the five people you hang around with the that's most. It. That's it. Hey, well, listen, you made me better. I'll tell you this. When we started that collective, I was playing catch up with you and Nooney and Harrington. I mean, all you guys are doing a ton of business. We're all doing it. And, and what I will tell you, it was funny. Somebody asked me, how did you scale so fast? So we built a, a group. I mean, it grew significantly and we're seeing some phenomenal things happen. And I'll tell you this, if I were to point back what helped me first off, the first six years I was in coaching helped me get basics. Right. But these last three years, it's been being a part of the marketing animals, but more like when I wasn't there, it was you, it was Noonie, it was our, it was Shauna, it was this group of people where I was just like, dude, you guys are killing it. Hey, yeah. what are you doing there? James Beaver, bro, that's awesome. I've never seen it like that. Man, what are you doing? And I think that's what helps us just keep crushing and moving the needle. Yeah, and I think it's how you see the people around you. If you see them as your competition or you see them as, you know, your friendly competition, meaning 
you know, it's just, it's a game. It's showing up every day and how can I get just a little bit better, right? So yeah. I love the uh, virtual assistant. In fact, I was just on the phone yesterday speaking with someone about a virtual assistant. So I'm going to leave in the show notes your contact as well as another contact for virtual assistants. Yeah. Because I, I was blown away to hear they have people in South America who will work uh, 40 hours a week who are have multiple degrees in South America that sound yeah. spectacular. Oh yeah, yeah. And whatever you need them to do. So, so hey, okay. listen, it's a remarkable. Put your group in there. That's totally fine. But what I would tell you this too is somebody who says, "Man, I don't have a thousand dollar a month." VA only needs like if you had a VA calling for you four hours a day, that's all you need. Yeah, you probably don't even need four. So share the resource. The key is right. don't do fifteen dollar an hour work when your pay is worth four hundred dollars an mm-hmm. hour. That's great. That, that's what we have to focus on is I honestly, to our listeners, here's what I would do. If you were to say, Steve, how do I double my business in 90 days, which is what I did. Literally, I would go in and I would say, what am I really, what do I really love to do? Yeah. And what makes me the most money? And then I would write everything you're doing, checking your emails. Heath, I don't check emails anymore, bro. I don't check emails. I don't do social posts. I don't do, matter of fact, and I wouldn't tell people this, maybe you, I don't even have the same phone number. This is a phone number yeah. people don't even have because yeah. now my cell phone is the office main line, but I would list chasing conditions, getting pay stubs, doing loan consults, taking phone calls, following up calling agent partners, I would list everything. And then I would only circle, what am I good at? What do I love to do? And what makes me the most money? And I would who out everything else. And if it's just you by yourself, then you know who your first hire is. It's a loan partner who can take a third of the list. And then once you can get profitable or you can share some resource, you hire the next loan partner and they take the other third. Then you hire a doctor to sit in your chair, Heath, which is what I did. And now I don't even do loan consults. I don't do locks. I don't run my team meetings. I don't do pipeline meetings. I am focused on building my branch, building our influence and helping people through coaching. And that's what we do, man. You just, I mean, you're just doing the things you're doing what you're telling everyone to do right now. You're doing the things that you love to do. Those people that are listening, you know, you, you want to, you want to move up and continue to do the things that you love in life because that's when you show up with the most heart, you know, you're not showing up in your head. You're showing up with your heart. You're giving everything you can to whoever you're in front of. So it's all a stepping stone. Heath, and you know what's what's happening too is I'm having more fun because I'm staying like, it's amazing. I thought, well, man, if I don't answer my emails, honestly, up until April 19th of this year, I was like, dude, I honestly was spending an hour and a half in my emails, bro. And Uh, I'm telling you, if you and I do the math, take your income and divide it by 2080, bro, here's what you're doing is you're, and think about this listener, Take your income, last year's income, divide it by 2080, and it's actually more than that. We say it's 16 times more than that because you're only doing one or two hours a week of the high-producing activity. But listen yeah. to this. Let's say you're at – I mean, let me. can I do some math real quick? Like, Let's just right. say like, like if I'm checking you – and this was the shocker for me. Let's say somebody on this call – is making 750. I mean, that's a healthy number. That's you're making $360 an hour. And every time I answer an email, uh, let's say you pay somebody $20 an hour to do nothing but answer emails. I'm losing $340 an hour. Wow. How does it feel not to be distracted, but lose $340 an hour because you choose 
to be in control of your email, which you're not even that good at. Yeah. Wait, I think we're all scared. Like if you're checking your email all day, you're what you're thinking about usually is I don't want to miss something. Like I want to get it right. I don't want to upset clients. And like when you let go of that and you say, you know what? I live in an, in a world and I live in an environment where I can only control me. Yeah. I can't control the way my clients see our business, but I can show up every day and give it my best. And I mean, frankly, when you have a, a pissed off client, like that's the time in which you can show up like in a way that you can solve the issue. And usually yeah. if a client's pissed off, if you solve it the right way, well, will your relationship be better or worse? Yeah, it'd be better, man, for sure. Better. They get, they oh, get yeah. to see how you show up. So, but for those of you that do not have the, the an assistant yet, if you want a great system for managing your email, I just found out about this. It's called Spark. If yeah. you haven't looked into it, look into it. It's called Spark, and it's a great system to sort your emails. I mean, I, I you know, I'm not that organized, but this thing is just blew me away. And then, then I have an attachment called Tick Tick that to it that will help you manage everything that's going on in your business. So hopefully, that's awesome, man. Uh, both of those uh, help you. So so we were talking about having a VA get call agents. Now let's talk about the agent appointment. Like right now in this ev- environment, Steve, you show up to an agent appointment. Like what are the things that you're doing when you show up? How long is the meeting? How does how do you show up with them on Zoom, which is I think is the most impactful way to show up in, in, in today's environment, you know, rather than in person is show up on, on a Zoom meeting because you can have more meetings. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, great question. And and here's what I would say. Like, think about this. What are the greatest appointments? Like the lost art in today's environment and today's society is the art of great questions. Mm. So how do I show up? I want to know about you. Hey, listen, Heath, first off, I, I always want to thank them. Heath, thank you so much for yeah. taking time out of your busy schedule to spend a few minutes in this 15 minute. Hey, did you hear what I just did? Hey, in this 15 minute uh, consultation, what I'd love to do is learn more about your business. And of course, I'll share with you how I know we can help you grow your business and be a great true, a true partner with you. Hey, so tell me, Heath, you know, I saw last year you did 22 transactions. My gosh, that's unbelievable. What's working for you? And I'm just being inquisitive. Hey, listen, I, I, in every appointment, I want to know about that agent because it shows I care enough to research. Hey, yeah. listen, I see you're at you're over at Remax Fine. Gosh, I love those guys over there, man. They've been friends for years. I noticed you did 22 transactions, 12 were by side. In today's environment, that's phenomenal. Being in the business five years, I saw you went to Texas A&M. Man, I'm just blown away. What drew you in the business? Yeah. Now, now, right now, you feel already honored. You feel valued and you felt like, dude, this guy showed up. The problem is people don't show up. People just jump on. Well, yeah. hell, I, excuse my French, but bro, I don't need you to jump on. A show up guy is somebody who cares enough to research and say, dude, you mean so much. I know about you because what I've told you is if you'll jump on a 15 minute Zoom, I can help you grow your business. And you yeah. know what my close at the end of it is? Man, brother, Heath, listening for this last 15 minutes, I got to tell you, brother, I think there could be a great match. And I know we can help you have a competitive advantage. One of the things we upfront underwrite, well, do whatever your company does. It doesn't matter what it is. But for me, there's one or two things that I I feel like, but what are the three things I close for? We just talked about it. Yeah. I'm going to, Hey, listen, Heath, I'm going to close your loans on time. I'm going to clearly communicate every single Tuesday before noon. And literally every time I touch the lead, we find that the biggest complaints are they don't close on time. 
They don't communicate. We don't know where they're at in the process. And when I send a lead, I don't even know if the lead made it to you. Heath, I guarantee you those are our service level commitments. We will absolutely do that every single time. Who do you know right now that I could prove that and literally help you with your first client have the competitive advantage? Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing that every single time. Every every time. With every single agent, same meeting, same routine. I think don't change it up. Like figure out whatever it is that you're doing. We're doing something a little bit different. Uh, I mean, it's kind of the same general format, which is, you know, building some rapport, how'd you get in the business? Everyone loves to talk about themselves, right? And then- Well, and uh, hey, here's what I would say though, too. You got to be, one of the things, and, and my encouragement to listeners are this, if you're asking me to get on a 30 minute consult, man, that's a lot of time in today's environment. Right. Like I, I usually will say, I'll try to tee them up for what we already know, because right. what it allows them to do is this isn't really, I'm not trying to build a best friend. I'm trying to build a business partner. Yeah. And look, hey, Heath, if there's a, if there's a great fit here, we're going to become great friends, but right. man, I see you're killing it in the business. What's your biggest struggle? What do you feel like is holding you back from doubling your production from last year to this year? What do you think is the greatest obstacle with the current lending partner you have right now? What's your greatest win? What's your greatest success? What's your biggest frustration? Hey, listen, sounds like we may be a great fit. Man, I love the fact you got a couple of kids. I do two, nine, six, and four. Man, it's a handful. So I know when you're working, you want to make sure that you're closing more in less time because you want to be with your family. I'm in the same boat. We can do that by three things. We're going to get you to closing on time every time, clearly communicate, follow-ups dialed in. We can help you scale and grow your business because when you refer me a lead, you don't have to wonder where it's at. And I'm going to close that lead so they stay sticky to you. Yeah. What would it take for us to work together? And you know what? Seven out of 10 say, hey, I'll keep you on a list. Very cool. Three out of 10 say, baby, let's go. Sit yeah. You're a breath of fresh air. And, and I'll tell you, it doesn't even have to be 30. You get them into 15-minute increments. You just pop them on, man. And Because what will happen is you're, it's a volume game right now, and nobody else is calling their agent. And here's what we tell people. If they'll meet, they'll cheat. 100%. That's okay. <clears throat> That's okay, right? They did not come to a meeting with a lender not open to the ability to cheat. And so what I'll tell you is this. If you show up to the meeting, you're already telling me you've got a buy signature. Something yeah. has already happened. And I think the other thing too with agents, we miss the title companies, bro. Title companies know when it hits the fan, man. Yeah. And, and who's, who, I, I would buddy up with a title rep and say, man, when it hits the fan and you got a great agent, let me know. Let me try to win that deal. And right. you may not get that deal, but you'll sure know when you can go in and, and try to get a good relationship. So I just think, and, and here's the thing, it's not rocket science, man. Who knew you could make a million bucks by calling 30 agents on Monday? Yeah. Bro, are you kidding me? Yeah, And then the more help you get, you mean the less I have to do what I hate doing? Like that, that's an IQ test. I think for a lot of, if you're a young, younger loan officer, they've got a disconnect right now. Like you're making, you know, uh, 150, 200,000 and it's super stressful and it's just you. And your thought is, oh man, if I make, you know, 500,000 or 600,000 or a million, it's even going to be more stressful. And that's actually not even true. Hey, That's well, not- listen, but you know what, Heath, I would tell you, and if it's okay to say, but like, if you're that guy, go to freedomplanningcall.com. Literally, I've got a guy who has been doing this. He has literally done a one hour session with more than we were figuring it up yesterday. I had him on the podcast. Heath, I bet he's done 10,000 strategy calls mm. and it is a one hour strategy call yeah. on how to help you figure out how to get it off your plate. Because at the end of the day, it's this, it's when I get to seven loans, I'll hire somebody. Heath, that won't happen. 
If yeah. you're doing three loans, you need somebody right now. Well, I right. can't afford it. You can't afford not to. Go right. share a resource. Go to your manager. Go to somebody and say, hey, can we share resources? Because you will not effectively go from three to seven without help. Any, yeah. If you're closing one loan a month, you need help. You just need to share that resource. And so, man, I, I got to tell you that it's about who, not how. And if you'll who out the work, you will explode your business. But you also got to do the work, too. So, yeah, what I hear you saying, Steve, is everyone needs help, whether it's a team member, whether it is someone else in the mortgage business or whether it's a coach. I don't know about you, but when I was young in the mortgage business, I didn't want anyone telling me how to run my business. I didn't want anyone. But the truth is, there is somebody out there that is doing it better. And if you would just humble yourself and find someone that's doing better and give up a little cash, you'll find out that there's life, you know, other than being in the mortgage business, right? Hey, well, and hey, 100%. Well, Heath, but here's what's interesting and what, what I'm learning in this season is there, like, and again, like the way we do it is I'm not here to tell you how to do it. Mm. What I'm here to do is help you uncover what you're really good at. Mm help you uncover what you love doing and help you uncover what makes you the most money. So here's the thing. If you're looking for somebody to tell Heath Barnes what to do, I'm not here to tell you what to do. You got to want it. But Ooh. what we will do is ask good enough questions that help you uncover those three areas. And if you can stay in those three areas, Heath, you will double and triple this year alone within the next 18 months, I will five X my income. And mm. it's already that trajectory. Wow. Because here's what's happened is, and, and I make a healthy income. It's unbelievable. But it's because there are people not telling me how to do my business, but asking me the right questions so mm. that I can stay in those three areas. Yeah. And then it's up to me to do the work. If I wasn't such a fast implementer, it'd take me years to get there. Dude, right. my, my, my superpower is implementation. Like I can implement like the best of them. And, I, yeah. and I'll tell you, it, you don't need a coach to tell you what to do. You need a coach to help you uncover what I'm good at, what I love doing, and what makes you the most money. And then when you say, hey, I want to be held accountable to this result, cool, we can help you with that. But the truth is you need to be self-accountable, self-aware. So you said something that I want to touch on, which is I'm a great implementer. So if, if somebody is listening and they say, you know, I don't feel like I'm a great implementer. So number one, what do you feel? Why do you feel like you're a great implementer? And, and how do you implement something quickly? So, okay, why? what makes me a great? Well, because I'm not scared to break the engine. So let me give you an example. One of my good friends in March said, actually, it was the end of February. He said, hey, Steve, what if you can do in 12 months? What you're, he, he said, tell me your goal for 12 months. I told him, I said, man, that's a beast. He said, what if you could do that in 30 days? Heath, you know what I asked? What? So what would you ask? What if, hey, what so you, yeah. So listen, you got goals and, and in 12 months, where do you see yourself? And you don't have to say that, but if you saw that goal and, and, and I were to say, Heath, what if you could do it in 30 days? What my response was, how? Yeah. Wrong question. Why? Who? Okay. I like that. So Who? here's, here, here's why Heath, you asked me why am I a great implementer? Because I'm not the one implementing. So if I had to listen, if I had to depend on me, 
to do all the things that need to be done, I'd be in really bad trouble. So here's what happened. When he asked me that, he said, what's the one thing that if it were solved, solves 50 other things? So he, and you don't say it, but just like, as you're thinking, okay, how do I do in 12 months in 30 days? Like that's a big number. Right. And, and if you were to say, okay, how wrong question, it's who, then here's what I would say. What's the one thing that if it solves 50 other things, how do I implement so fast? Because what I did was I, I start moving the pieces into place. So let me give you an example. And I don't care if you don't have a team or you have a team. It's oh. always a who. So Heath, whenever I, I met my buddy, I did that web, I did that uh, podcast with Brady Webb. Yeah. And he said, dude, I had a VA set 42 appointments. 75% of them showed up in a brand new market with a qualified agents list. I literally called Sabrina on my team and I said, here's the contact. Here's the episode of the podcast. Here's who we're going to use as the VA. I want it set up by literally July 1st. And mm -hmm. guess what happened? What's that? It'll be implemented. Yes, sir. And, yeah. and, and literally what happens is I didn't have the, now I've got a good team. I can do that. But even if it were me as a loan officer, here's what would happen is how do I implement fast? It's always a who. So mm -hmm. if here's where I would go, if I said, Heath, I need a loan partner. Most people would say, well, how do I hire them? <clears throat> yeah. What do I do? What's the disc? Here's what I would say, Heath. Do you have an HR department? Yeah. You know what I would call? I'd say, hey, Heath, I'd call Cardinal Financial. If I worked at Cardinal and I'd say, hey, listen, HR, hey, guys, man, I just found out I need a who. What do you mean yeah. you need a who? I found out I can go get us more business, make this company more money if I had somebody go chasing conditions. Cool. Hey, listen, I'm in sales. You're in HR. Do you think you can help me find a who to be a loan partner? I love that. I would go internal to my team, even at my company, and I would start pulling who's around me. So listen, I'm building a branch and brother, it's interesting what I'm doing and, and you and I are offline on it, but I literally called the girl, the only person I know in the country that has done what I'm in the process of doing. I only know one person that's done it. And I called her and I said, you're going to be my new best friend. Here's mm. where I'm at. And I'm literally going to take a step at a step. I literally just hired an ops manager right before you and I jumped on a call. Guess who did my second interview? She did. Normally, I wouldn't even hire at this level, but because what this person is doing, I wanted to make sure somebody who's done, she did it in four years. I think we can do it in 18 months. And I literally hooed out my second interview. And then I called the co-owner of the company and I hoot out another conversation. Why? Heath, I want to implement fast, but I'm not going to be the bottleneck. I just need to make sure they see the steps ahead of me. Does that yeah. make sense? We're yeah, yeah, absolutely. I hey, think what I'm hearing you saying is you're empowering your team. 100%. Empowering, empowering your team. And I think if you're on the call, uh, I think sometimes as a younger loan officer, something that I always struggle with, and I still struggle with today. And I think about it before I say anything. If, if you're going to give something to somebody, it's your job to, to, to define the who, what, when, where, how, and how. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me say something. Can I say something that'll change your perspective on that? Can I challenge sure. you? Yeah. I mean, hey, well, listen, let me, and I don't mean to challenge you on your podcast, but listen, this changed my No, no, business. no, it's not, I'm not. Hey, listen, this changed my business this year. Listen to this. I used okay. to think I have to teach you how to do it. So Heath, guess who, where, where does all that pressure go? On me. I got to right. teach you. Listen, no. The right who brings the how. Yes. I don't have to teach you about the database. You know why? If I got the right who, you're going to show me the database. Yeah. I don't I have to that. send the right who a VA list and say, here's the 14 script. Hey, let me tell you a true story. My phone, my cell phone has been my business line here in Houston for 18 yep. years. Last Thursday, my, my cell phone is now the office phone number. And here's what I called Sabrina. And I said, girl, 
No more phone calls go to voicemail, hiring and answer service. I've heard great things about Voice Nation. And by the way, if you do Voice Nation, anybody who's listening and say mortgage marketing animals, they'll give you a discount. And literally, I didn't have to do that down myself. Yeah, but listen, Heath, I didn't do anything. Guess what? So we went, I took my team this week to Margaritaville. We did a couple days of just team building. And Heath, I said, Sabrina, the phones, I want the phones ported by the, uh, it was the 10th. And I said, I want the answering service and never again do I want a phone going to voicemail. So at 5.30 and weekends, it goes. And guess what? I didn't even know how to do it. I just said, Voice Nation is who I heard was the best. We got a discount, set it up. And the right who figured it out. And she called me, Heath, and she said, the scripts they've got are better than some of the ones we're using. Yeah. The yeah. right who brings the how we get paralyzed because I got to show you my calendar. I got to show you my database. I got to show you my emails. No, there are some things you may to give them your language, but mm. if you have the right who they'll do it. And if they can't bring the how Heath, you got to find a different who I used to get stuck in the who I don't do it anymore, man. You can't scale so, teaching them. Figuring out the who. The figuring who is the, the linchpin. Right. Yeah. So figuring out the right to who. And, you know, if you're if you're out there trying to figure out who the right who is, he just told you, you know, hire a virtual assistant is your first step. Don't even think about it. Just hire a virtual assistant. And well, uh, what I would do, man, I'd find somebody who's killing it in my company and I would just model after them, man. Somebody's gone further than you have. And I would just say, what are you doing? And I, I would invest dollars. I'll tell you a good friend of mine. It was funny. I, I literally will hire somebody three to 5,000 and say, hey, I need you to coach my team on this. Like, like it's rare now that I ask people to coach my team without me writing a big check or at least a yeah. decent check. And, and I just think those are small dollars for big dollars. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and I would encourage you, you've already done it, man. And so anyway, hey, brother, I love being with you. This is a great conversation. I'm going to check out Spark and Tech. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Sure. Actually, I'm going to have Sabrina check those out. So, yeah, man. Hey, before I let you go, one of the things, yeah. so you, you know, talked about hiring a virtual assistant and doing some research, just the last piece. I'm curious, what do you, what, you know, if you had to give some people some nuggets other than the name, the cell phone, like what are the things that you're researching to a place, three, two or three places you're researching anything unusual other than LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram, anything out like, there? Like, what that, do you mean? Is there any kind of technology out there or? Well, you things that you're researching uh, before you show up on the agent calls, like the virtual assistant has, they've got the agent calls lined up for you. And one thing I heard you say is you want to do some research. And besides yeah. the obvious, is there anything else you're doing as far as research? No, I mean, it's really the, <clears throat> so in the calendar invitation, they'll put the bio, the agent's info, the number of units, right. if they're at a team. So literally when you, in this, the VA can do it all for you, yeah. uh, but I, it really is LinkedIn. It's going to be Facebook. Yeah. And what I want to know is really give me a picture of who this person is, a spouse, kids, where they work, production, how long they've been in the business, where they went, you know, in the bio. And I think with that, remember this, it's just, I want to acknowledge that I care enough about you that I did the research. That's where people feel, you know, I remember when I introduced you, you were one of my speakers at Insanely Tactical. And and I worked hard on your introduction because, you know, who would have known you had done Ironman and you had trained and you're an athlete and that also, you know, as far as a musician, piano, right? Like, and, you know, when I said things like that, whether you knew it or not, you felt honored. 
Mm. And, and it was like, I cared enough to look at the details of your life and what you want to do, man, people will do business with people that they feel honored and they feel cared for. And I think that's all you're trying to do. So your VA can do that for you. And literally they'll just set it up and man, there's so many great things we've talked about here. Just implement yeah. one of them. So. Yeah. Let me give you one nugget. Cause you know, you, you've just thrown big pieces of gold everywhere for everyone to listen to. <laughs> And I, 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 hopefully I'm going to deliver something to you that you can write down and take with you. So there's a device. I don't know if you've ever heard of it called Crystal Nose. No, I've you know heard of it. No, because I'll send you this information, but it's called Crystal Nose. It attaches to LinkedIn and it literally scours the Internet, mm. Facebook, Instagram, and it'll tell you the personality type and exactly how to communicate to that person. So you imagine if you showed up to a meeting especially if it's a meeting, if it's me, like I'm a super high D and expressive and, and I'm not listening. I'm not, I don't want stories, right? I want bullet points. Or if you're a technical person, you know, that person wants, you know, how exactly how you do it, but knowing that personality type, like will make that communication. Hey, Crystal, a- it's Crystal N-O-S-E, like a nose. That's so okay. Why? Yeah. Or it's K- I think it's K-R-Y-S-T-A-L. I yeah. can't spell. It's why I'm in the mortgage business. But I'll, I, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll have my assistant send it to you. Crystal knows. Yeah. It'll be hey, in the show notes. I'll send it to you and you'll check it. You can check it out. Yeah, it'll blow you away. I swear you will. You'll love it. But I love it, man. That's yeah, a great man. gift. Hey, man, I want to acknowledge you before uh, before leaving. Before I acknowledge you, I want to let everyone know how they can get a hold of you, please. Yeah, I would just say, man, the best way, I'm I, all the social handles are Steve underscore Kyles, K-Y-L-E-S. I think the Loan Officer Leadership Podcast is probably one of the greatest resources. We've done that for two years now. Only in our main purpose is to give value to the market. Send me an email, support at loanofficerleadership.com. And uh, man, we'd love to have you on the journey, man. It's It's been fun. And wow. here's what we believe. We leave logos and egos at the door because we're committed to making a difference. And here's my mission in life is my mission is to help loan officers close even more loans in less time. We believe that loan officers should only work 32 hours a week. We have Freedom Friday today. And let me tell you this, the only reason why I'm here is to be on Heath's podcast. Other than that, I don't work on Fridays. And I just believe loan officers should do more in less. And it's not by putting more on themselves. It's by having who's that help you grow your business that are more effective, more diligent, more better than you are. You get to do what you do well by staying in those three areas and you'll close more and have more fun doing it. So love it, Steve. Well, hey, I want to acknowledge you before I let you go. We wrap up. I want to acknowledge you one for being open, being always open to new opportunities, either from your people in the market or coaching or podcasts, you're just an open book for everyone. And you're always freely giving and just your loving nature, man. I mean, you always show up on every phone call with me and people around you just as a loving guy and just committed. The last is being committed, acknowledge you for being committed to other loan officers out there and bringing everything up to the forefront so everyone can see it and and allow you to allow them to uh, be successful like you're successful. So I appreciate it. And so thank you for listening today. This is Heath Barnes with another episode of Mortgages Reimagined. See ya. See ya. And there you have it. Another great episode. Don't forget to check out the notes at heathbarnes.com. And you can find out more about all the ways we can help you at heathbarnes.com. 
That's it for this episode. Have a great week, and we'll talk next time.